0: This podcast is brought to you by Eisner Award winning Legend Comics and Coffee in Omaha, Nebraska, and supporting listeners like you. Go to twoheadednerd.com and click donate, or visit patreon.com backslash twoheadednerd to become a supporter today.
1: Ha-cha! Yes? Ho, ho ha ha! Remember me, old chum? You jolly Welcome, nerds and kids and dogs and
0: everybody to THN Cover to Cover. We do this every Saturday from 1130 to 1230 Central Standard Time. It is your live nerdy call-in talk show. All right? It's like sports talk, but it's for nerds We broadcast it live so you can hear the nerds that are interacting with us. And you can go, that nerd's out of his mind. I'm going to call and fight with that guy. Or that guy is totally right on. Or that girl is smarter than anybody that's ever called this damn show regardless if you don't call we don't have a show and joe and i just end up bantering back and forth about bullshit and we already have a regular show to do that so (laughs) that's true two places for it is redundant to say the least regardless we've had a question of the week that has been brewing for three weeks now. i don't know about six months yeah do you have it called up are well, you actually prepared?
2: It, uh, no, no,
0: nope. because it's not in the script. Yeah, the new one's in yeah, the script. Sorry, there you go. Hold on, hold on. Beautiful. It's
2: about political com- political comics. I yes. know that.
0: Yes, it was about political comics. I can't remember who wrote though, but he was New goocher It was yeah, new guy. New oh, the New goocher He's not the new guy anymore. He's the New goocher New goocher. Yeah.
2: Well oh, but what happens when he's no longer the goocher?
0: He's still you're still a goocher. It's like being the president of the United States. You're still Mr. President. Oh, still, not, so it would be like you Mr. Goocher. A goocher, you are not the Goocher. There you go. See what I'm saying? It's
2: like um Gucher Emeritus.
0: Yeah, yeah, I don't know what that means, but yeah. That's it's like
2: how it's it, it means
0: forever. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. Why didn't you just say forever though? God. <laughs> really embarrassing. Especially. All
2: right. This week's question comes from new gucci. New guy. On the THN forums, the Gucci Gauntlet has been thrown down. I've never been one to back away from a personally anonymous internet-based nerd <laughs> challenge, so here it goes. Let's get political. I just started Persepolis, and I like what I've read so far. I think it's pronounced Persepolis. Okay. Right-wing religious fundamentalists and leftist agitators are fighting over the remains of a fallen puppet government, which, by the way, is in no way what the future holds for us in the U.S. No, it's not even, (laughs) is this even poignant? Uh, No, everybody knows it's going to be Handmaid's Tale. Yeah. Uh, We've all got politics on our mind these days, so what is your favorite overtly political comic book story? I know that in a certain way, all culture reflects the politics of the times, but I mean, outright, hit me over the head and make me think about shiz, political. Not only is new guy the new Gucci, but he has used the word shiz in every question he has submitted. He's serious about his shiz. That's, That's cool. right.
0: I love it. I appreciate that.
2: Uh, I wish I could think of an answer. Mm. But I have an hour to do it. So. I've got
0: a couple good ones. I've got a couple good ones, and we'll get into the them. The
2: only one I can think of is the one where Oliver Queen became the mayor, and that wasn't that great.
0: No. God, no. That <laughs> wasn't that good at all. Did you see the sexy Handmaid's Tale costumes? Yes. In the net? Jesus. Man, girls are pissed. What a bad the idea. The only thing that pisses women off more than that show is the sexy costumes. <laughs> It's not funny. I no, I think it's hilarious because you know what, dude came up with it. Oh, okay,
3: of course. <laughs> like,
2: it's almost Halloween. And they immediately took him off the market, too. Oh, yeah. They're like, ooh, bad
0: touch, bad, bad taste. Bad idea. Hilarious. While we're waiting for you jerks to call, let's get this show started and let's do it right. Okay, with our friend Jason Sachs kicking us off a happy 500th episode. For those who aren't paying attention, our regular show has been happening. 500 damn times now i think it's probably more than that
2: i mean i did some
0: questionable marvel math to get to that that number Yeah, but but we maybe went down we didn't go up marvel's always like let's see there's there's 400 issues of this there's seven issues of this so it's episode 1000 you know like (laughs) what (laughs) i think
2: i think I think the numbers are sound. I think so. Jason.
1: Jason Sachs here. The official THN comics historian is thrilled to wish you a happy 500th episode. You guys do such a great job on your show. I love listening to it every week and it's been a great part of my life, I think for the last 250 episodes. So keep it up. You make my life so much better. Um, I'm calling to talk about the most political comics. Um, One of the most interesting ones to me is the Air Pirates Funnies, which was published in 1971. We talk about it a bit in the American Comic Book Chronicles in the 1970s, which is still available on uh, Amazon and all the other usual places. Um, published in 1971, it's a book by Dan O'Neill and a group of San Francisco underground cartoonists that actually takes the Disney characters and puts them in underground car- comics oh um, o'neill and his buddies believe that the disney characters were in public domain which is very very wrong <laughs> so in uh and the representative story in that issue uh in the first issue they have mickey smuggling uh cocaine from mexico into the united states shooting down army air fighters and other stuff to that uh Obviously, this is a ball to the wall affront to the Disney establishment. And naturally, Disney got a little bit pissed off about this. No. <laughs> uh, O'Neill and his pals created a group called the Mouse Liberation Front. And for most of the 1970s, a lawsuit about the Air Pirates Fundings worked its way through the American courts. There was a great uh, book written about this called The Pirates versus the Mouse, which was published by Fantagraphics about 15 years ago. Amazing, fascinating, compelling reading about the First Amendment, the power of corporations, and uh, the the underground movement in the 1970s. Um, The cool thing about this book is that it just tells us, uh, the air pirates, I should say, is that it's like such a representative relic of its time. Its own weird way, it seems innocent, and yet completely bizarre, fascinating, and hippie filled Anyway, I'm over two minutes. Congratulations, guys, on 500th. I'm super excited for you. Thanks for uh, having me be part of the journey. I am honored to be part of it. Thanks. Bye.
0: Jason wow. Sexier Sacks, the official THN historian. You may know him from his Who the Hell is This Guy segment, yep. which he's too sweet to ever say. He's like, who the heck is this guy? <laughs> like, Come on, Jay. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, I totally forgot about those. But yeah, it was a group of basically artists that went, hey, all these Disney characters are just like out there in public domain, right? Like, what made you think that? Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for calling. THN Cover to Cover caller. Who this? This is Zach Hollowell. Zach Hollowell. How are you, sir? I'm good. Um, happy 500, boys. Thank you. All oh, right. Can you believe yeah. we can still put up with us? And anybody wants to listen to this crap?
4: I I know it's it's mind boggling, but you know, there's there's a psychological study in here somewhere. Yeah, I think. oh, yeah.
0: Um, <laughs> I think our entire show so is a years psychological from now study now. When our alien masters dig up these podcasts and go, <laughs> This is what humanity was about? Gross, Ugh.
4: It, it's just like in the movie AI. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so the a couple things I want to talk about. First off, I want to apologize for dragging Matt into the fast-paced world of gambling for action figures. <laughs> son of a bitch. Um, oh,
0: my God. Yeah. It's his Facebook live show where this crazy person from South Carolina gets drunk and raffles off the coolest Masters of the Universe shit ever. And you buy spots on a wheel, basically, and they spin the wheel. I was thrilled. I was glued. It was amazing. He didn't win, and he was thrilled. I didn't win yeah.
2: shit. Is that where you won that Mosquito figure?
0: No. Oh, yeah. Well, yes. that's where I won mine. Yes. Yeah. 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 That's what I meant. Yeah. It's so cool. And we got to figure out a way to do this. <laughs> I don't know what we're going to give away, but it's yeah. so cool. There's zero production value. It was great. <laughs>
4: it's, yeah. it's Fantastic. Uh, okay. So, so two, two quick nerd things I want to talk about. First off, uh, I want to talk about the further male genocide that is the Captain Marvel movie.
0: Oh, I know. Right. Um, Can you believe this shit? They're hoisting upon us. It's been weeks
4: since we've had a Marvel movie with a male lead. I'm really tired of this <laughs> Literally happening. Literally weeks. <laughs> right. I mean, come on. What did you did, think of the trailer? Just,
0: How did it make you feel? Uh,
4: no, in, in honesty, I thought the trailer was really great. I, I thought, it thought it
0: was freaking amazing. Yeah.
4: It felt like it was supposed to. Yeah. Um, she's, she's tough. I didn't see one part where she was like, eh, so it's fucking wonderful. Yeah. Um, I do love the old lady punch. I think that's totally. going to mess with people who aren't expecting scrolls. I <laughs> totally. don't know what scrolls are. Yeah. But then I think it's really going to mess with people when you watch it and you realize it wasn't a scroll. <laughs> like it's going to, She's just really double angry. just
0: murders yeah. an old lady no, at the bus stop. She just fucking
4: like, hates old people. What did yeah, you she's fucking say to
0: me?
2: Bang! <laughs> yeah.
0: Man, Get no, off I, social security, you know. I yeah. hope that's true. <laughs>
2: I really hope that's true.
0: (laughs) No, I I thought Brie Larson the way they make her look kind of hard, kind of hard edge. She looks a little disheveled in like parts. Like she's a badass. This is exactly what like if you you've been feeding us Nicolas Cage as an action hero for the last. 30 years, and in every movie, he has the worst hair, he's dressed like an idiot, and, like, that was sexy, you know? <laughs> yeah. I like this fucking ragtag, hard-ass Captain Marvel, you know? Uh Did you see that
2: story where uh some idiot on Twitter photoshopped uh, a smile onto her face? Hey,
3: no. Or, oh, no, yeah, yeah. She yeah.
2: Photoshopped a, uh, he photoshopped a smile onto her face, and he's like, hey, there, I fixed it, sweetheart, blah, blah, blah. And so Brie Larson... <laughs> Photoshopped a bunch of ridiculous smiles onto Marvel movie posters <laughs> of Captain America and Iron Man and Doctor Strange, and put it up on the internet, the smiling.
0: Oh man, they look
2: ridiculous.
4: They're they're fucking hilarious. You realize, oh, oh, you want me to smile? Let's see how shitty it looks when all these guys smile. It's fucking yeah, perfect. Yeah. yeah, it
2: was brilliant.
4: No, I think it looks. I, like I really him. also liked uh, the Photoshop somebody did where they took that old lady scene and they took out the old lady and they put in Thanos. and, oh, it, yeah, and yeah, Added a little line. You should have gone, gone for the head, and then it's her punching him in the head. <laughs> that yeah. was great. No.
2: Uh, fantastic.
4: Uh, the, and uh, one other thing I want to mention quickly is uh, the new Joker makeup.
0: Yes, I looked I got at. It, I looked at it for a very long. time time and i posted on your uh, facebook page i right. period 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 don't know period 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 how i feel period 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 because i didn't very dramatic it was creepy like i like the look of it it's different obviously we've never seen joker makeup like that as it's long creepy. as it's com-
4: tonally, i think it fits like the kind of the time period they're going yes. for yeah absolutely mm-hmm. i i mean I I love Heath Ledger's Joker. I think he's fucking wonderful. But if they would have done like that makeup in kind of a 1970s movie, it wouldn't fit. No, it wouldn't
0: have worked at all. You know? It wouldn't have worked It wouldn't have worked. And I I think the the thick grease paint really kind of fucking works. This just needs to be completely separate. Make it its own just Joker-centric story and have it set in world whatever. Don't touch any of the other DC shit because as far as I'm concerned, everything but Wonder Woman is radioactive at this right. point. All the new shit, yeah. radioactive. Let's just bury it, shoot it to the moon or something, put it in a mountain somewhere and just forget about it, you know?
2: But Zach, I asked Matt this earlier. How am I supposed to know how damaged he is if it's not written on his forehead? Yeah, where's his tattoo? I know.
4: I mean, but, but could you do it in a nice script? Because maybe I'll be applying for jobs later. <laughs> yeah. Did you see that video? Did you see that video? Yeah. Fucking hilarious. Oh. Uh, yeah. uh, uh, but they announced more cast about an hour ago, and Mark Maron's going to be in it. Yeah, and Mark Maron feels like he's perfect for this. Like he, I, I could see him fitting in somewhere in this weird, fucking depressed clown movie. He
0: can take his character from Glow and just be in this movie. In fact, it could tie yeah. in, as far as I'm concerned, and it would work.
4: <laughs> he can use the same clothes. Set they don't even have to fucking totally. get new clothes for it. Set them. in the '80s, yeah. like
0: they go to Vegas to film Glow and they meet the Joker. <laughs> it's perfect. <laughs> what a what a twist. <laughs> Zach, always good to talk to you, sir. Thank you for your phone call. Congratulations
3: on 500 boys. Love you guys. Appreciate Be good. it. Love Thanks, you, too, Zach. buddy. Thank you.
0: Mr. Zach Hollowell, what a sweetheart. Phone lines are open, as you heard. We're not just faking this. Shout out to everybody watching us on Facebook. Yeah. Uh, Lord Fungus. J.D. got a catch. And anybody that's watching the game right now, you don't need to. Michigan is going to whip our pants off on national TV, okay? And I'm saying this as a huge Huskers fan. It's happening right now. We're down 14 to 0. It's just going to get worse. Okay. (laughs) Nobody cares.
2: Nathan Bradford and Patrick Kavanaugh, who says, Patrick Kavanaugh, who says, not so fast, Matt. Aqua Bro hasn't landed
0: yet. Aqua Bro.
2: Aqua Bro. Aqua Man.
0: Aqua Bro. Bro hasn't landed yet.
2: It's not out yet.
0: It's not out yet. Oh, as far as radioactive, I'm talking everything that has been out is radioactive All right. not stuff well, that's that not, not Wonder Woman either I think but. no I said everything but Wonder Woman oh. is radioactive okay sorry I wasn't yeah. listening and I think Aquaman looks great we've already established that so there
2: are you happy now yeah
0: Jesus you guys stop yelling at me God <laughs> let's uh, take a visit across the pond shall we see what's going on over in jolly old England sound good why not
5: Live from Mushroom Manor, I am Grammy-winning country artist Heather Langenkamp back with another one of them block-rocking beats. It's good to be back in the Britzig, but I've still got no idea where Mark is, and to be honest, there's a sort of runny goo on the walls. Its consistency is odd, like mayonnaise and a dirty bomb had a child in the middle of a cow shed on a really hot Saturday in August with a subspecies of Guatemalan pooflingers watching.
3: Jesus! Yes, that's fairly accurate, (laughs) but it makes a great
5: steak sauce, to be fair. (laughs) This week, myself and QE2 have been watching the brilliant Jack Ryan on Amazon getting down and dirty in the tombs with shadow of the tomb raider gushing like porn stars over the deluxe edition of the batman wedding album buying ridiculous amounts of variant covers because we think one day they might be worth something even though we know that's bullshit and they won't be worth a thing so for fuck's sake why am i wanking off so much fucking money every week (laughs) and trimming the hedges question of the week time overtly political comics you know new guy you're right most comics have a subtext of current political, social or gender movements in them. Some write smack in your face like Occupy. Some of them have strong undercurrents hidden behind extremely clever satire such as Trans Metropolitan. And some comics have a more subtle approach to socio-political movements such as Lumberjanes or Paper Girls. And yes, a crane has just driven past the fucking window and almost ruined this recording. <laughs> they might not it's fantastic, it's in stereo. They might not seem obvious choices. But scratch the surface and the meaning is clear. However, as far as overtly political comics go, I think it would be a good idea to focus on either the 80s British conservative fascist satire of Judge Dredd or a smash the state classic like Viva Vendetta. Yeah. If you oh, move forward in time, there's a lot to be learned from reading something like Citizen Jack or Letter 44, although they both do veer off into the supernatural eventually. But my I pick is going says to be something upbeat, and that is Prez, not the old one, the new one with Young Beth in charge. Totally, I bloody love this book. Corn and I girl. recommend it to anyone trying to figure out if there really is anything good left in this world. Corn Spoiler alert, girl. kids, Corn there is, girl. but you just have to put your phones down and look at it. Right, I'm gonna climb down not to the pocket right now, now and hit Young crazy Motherfuckers this. up with this week's Queen's English segment. I was thinking that a lot of these words all mean the same thing, which is basically you're an idiot or a twat or a jeb end or a proper bell end or a pair of clown shoes or even a massive, massive wank panda. So this week, in the spirit of press, let's try something a bit nicer, shall we? Okay. Rantalion. Boys, it's that time. Three and a two and a one. Rantalion. Rantalion. This is a polite way to describe a gentleman whose testicles clearly outsize his penis. In context. Junior, I say, that poor person there looks very much like his knackers are far outstripping the size of his gentleman's pomposity pistol. (laughs) OK, chaps, it's time to dash. I've got a hot date with the owner of the village dimensional portal, a bottle of house red and 27 Chilean monkeys. Until next time, travelers in time, I am Stately Lord Fungus saying, My humps, my humps, my lovely lady bumps. <laughs> <laughs> Live.
0: From that was a whole thing. Fantastic. <laughs> Rantallion, only the British. My God. Yeah. Thank you for calling DHN cover to cover. Caller, who this?
6: Hey guys, it's Frank from uh, New York. How you doing? Hello,
0: Frank. Doing really well. How are you doing today? How's New York? I just left. It was I'm, great. I'm doing okay. New York. Yeah. New York is uh, it's lovely
6: today. It's you know it's in low mid 60s and uh, you know it's uh, it's nice having a nice Saturday afternoon. Very nice. Not working. You know what you, my normal teaching job.
0: What do you want to rap about today, sir?
6: Well, you know I was I, I heard your question of the week. You know overtly political comics. Yes. And I want to. I, I I think you gotta gotta go. X Men has always been overtly political from its very beginning. But Absolutely. In the eighties, the graphic novel, God loves, man destroys. God
0: loves, man kills. Was man kills? Thank you. Um yeah. I I should have done a little research, but that's all right. I just remember. <laughs> I mean, God loves, man break dances.
6: <laughs> yeah. I, I remember reading it as, a, as as a kid and thinking, wow, this is this is like this is what. This art form is about this yes. is what this is powerful. This is this is what this is what graphic novels are, are for to tell these amazing stories, to tell these like really deep, um, you know, like like thought provoking stories. And, and I really I, I got to go there with it. I got to go. I got to say that, that's that's probably the most overtly political book that I've ever read. You know, in within co- in comics, it was basically about like a
0: mutant characters. lynching, is what it was, more or less.
6: And right, it, it, right? Yeah, hate groups. Right. Yeah,
3: God, it was so yes, good. The
6: hatred against. Yeah, it was amazing. It was just an amazing book and I just was like I was too young away to, I,
3: it
0: I was down. too young to read that shit when it came out, honestly. Like it oh. I knew it was good, I knew it was important and I was just like god damn, this is the X-Men? <laughs> like what yeah. are we doing oh. here? And, and also, you know, it touched on not just on the uh
2: the bigotry and the and the hate crime aspect but um the idea that like he was this mega church televangelist thing back when that was such a huge deal in the 80s with Jim Baker and all that.
6: Um, Right, right,
3: right.
2: And it's got one of the most famous, it's got one of the most famous panels in X-Men history which is Reverend Stryker pointing at Nightcrawler and shouting, you dare call that thing human? (laughs) And that (laughs) panel has gotten so much mileage.
3: (laughs) Oh yeah,
0: oh yeah. Chris Claremont, Brent Anderson drew that. Yeah, Astros Brent Anderson.
6: The artwork was beautiful and I, I just have to say before I get going guys, Thanks for taking the call. And Joe, I love that you are always in costume. Thank you, Frank.
2: I appreciate (laughs) that. I
0: do my
3: best. (laughs) Got a whole wardrobe. All right, guys.
0: Take it easy, buddy. Frank, have a good one, man. Thanks for the call. Take care.
3: All
0: right. Yeah, God Loves Man Kills. I remember reading that and just going like, whoa, because it was not what was going on in the monthly Xbox.
2: (laughs) No. Right around that time, it would have been like,
0: follow the mutants. Something, yeah. Right around then, I believe. I think it was
2: 84 maybe i got
0: it called up right here it was 82 82 oh so it was, so it, was it was uh, way before that
2: like it was like they were they would have been like probably in space fighting the uh, the brood the badoon uh yeah
0: uh <laughs> in space fighting the badoon <laughs> uh,
2: that's a real thing no the i don't exist <laughs> yeah the i know universe. the
0: badoon were always like a joke they were never yeah, like yeah, any, they're, they're there was kidding. never a time where like oh shit the badoon are here you know
2: don't take don't let the Guardians of the Galaxy hear you say that. <laughs> the Badoon really fucked things up in the future. That's true. It's absolutely true. Uh, okay, for the record, this is not a Bizarro shirt. It's just that the camera is flipped. Yeah, for some we want to be
0: able to see ourselves. So, you know, we got to flip the script. Uh, uh, sorry.
2: <laughs> yeah,
0: sorry. <laughs> sorry. We, sorry, we can't do better. <laughs> Thank you for rescuing us from ourselves. Yes. Thank you for calling THN cover to cover. Caller, who this? Happy episode 452. There he it's is. Jeff from the lake house. Hey, all right. Jeff, how are we you doing, sir. brother? Good. Ladies and gentlemen, Jeff, got to catch them all. He uh, writes for us occasionally. He lives in the Marvel lake house, which if you're not even on the joke, it is six months in the past because he reads on the Marvel app.
2: That's right. And he said uh, at the lake house... Uh, we're only on episode
0: 452. <laughs> yeah, it's time just acts yeah. differently, you know. We're not even sure how these phone calls work. Jeff, how do you want to rap?
7: Uh, well, I got a couple things.
0: One, how I want to do... you want to rap? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why <laughs> I said it like that. What do you want to rap about today, sir? How's that? <laughs> well, I, I've got what I think might be a scoop...
6: Or oh, hey, at yeah. least a rumor. I don't know. I have, I've only seen one instance of it online. I didn't do a whole lot
0: of research. I love I it. I love it. I love it. I'll I'll dirty laundry. It. Let's go. Breaking news. <laughs> so Rumors.
6: There's a rumor that uh, in the new Disney streaming app that's coming out next year, I think, that there's going to be a series uh, with uh, based around Loki and the Scarlet
0: Witch. Okay. Not a rumor. That is real news.
6: Well, it's not that confirmed. Is, it's not
0: confirmed, but it is it I mean, it's coming. It's happening.
6: Yeah. Well and also in the in our article I read that uh, Hiddleston and Olsen are on board.
0: Yeah. That's okay. So yeah, my like, wife brought this up to me, brought it to my attention. Like these are going to be oh, for wow. real so
2: extensions of the Marvel Cinematic. It's real universe.
0: Hollywood gossip, and it is happening. They're developing, uh, and we just talked about this on episode five hundred. Hasn't hit yet. Coming. Yeah. So this will be
2: uh, breaking news to anybody sure. because our show won't come out for several days.
0: But they are working on several original shows for the app, and I assume it's going to be sort of a like Netflix style, focusing on characters mm. that we have not seen yet. Maybe there's going to be one about a team of plucky sidekicks and one of them's like fuck Captain America. Yeah. Right? Yeah, I hope so. <laughs> I hope so. And Speedball's like fuck Nomad, or whatever, you know, and, like, breaks a dude's neck. (laughs) Yeah, that's the new Warriors, the new Warriors show. Yeah, the new Warriors uh, show. uh, Squirrel Girl says it. Yeah. (laughs) I
2: I don't know,
6: though. For me, though, the idea of Loki and the Scarlet Witch, I'm all about this, because I'm just thinking about it. I'm thinking what the plot could be, and I'm like, this is a show I could fucking write. Absolutely. I just love the idea of, like, post-Infinity War, post-Ragnarok, post-all that stuff, Loki is somehow stuck on Midgard, and the only thing he has to do is teach teach Wanda how to hone her magic.
0: Right. You oh, know? that would be awesome. I, Flesh out the magic world, touch on all these yeah. dumb magic characters. We've never, like, get them all in there. Get Clea in yeah. there. Go get friggin' uh, Mordo. Get everybody. Get well, Dr. Druid. Mordo was in the Dr. Strange movie. Oh, that's right. He was there. But, uh. Oh, yeah. Like Go get Dr. Brother Druid. Voodoo. Nightmare. Brother Voodoo. Nightmare. Oh, Brother Voodoo. Everybody. Oh, Brother Voodoo. Go get them all. Oh, my God. Oh, I, oh, who do we cast as Brother Voodoo? Oh, man. Oh,
2: it doesn't, um, it doesn't necessarily have to be a guy that's already got dreadlocks, <laughs> but that's exactly like my mind was like, who do I know
0: that's got dreadlocks? That's ridiculous. I know, right? Uh,
2: who, 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 plays, <laughs> uh, who plays the captain on Brooklyn 9 Oh, Andre Brouwer?
0: Andre Brouwer is excellent, yeah. but he's too old. I would want him to be a little Why? Older. I want him to be younger. Oh, Dr.
2: Yeah. V- Brother Voodoo, he doesn't have to be like yeah, super be, tough, I, punchy guy. He's
0: he could magic. be kind of ageless, I suppose. Yeah, yeah he'd be Brother good. Voodoo's
2: uh, kind of got gray, grayish. His dreadlocks are
6: graying
0: anyway. Who's the dude that played Candyman? Oh, he'd be perfect. Tony Todd. Oh, yeah. yeah, Tony Todd. <laughs> oh, Dude, that guy is old. <laughs> so what? He's still scary.
2: <laughs> uh, yeah, Tony Todd. Oh, that would be dope. So... Uh, the
6: only other thing I wanted to talk about, uh, well, I mean, I love the Captain Marvel trailer. That's cool. Oh, I, I love yeah. that they're making her basically a female Marvel and just taking the whole Ms. Marvel thing out of it.
0: Yeah. Yeah, they can't do that Ms. Yeah, Marvel Yeah, you may as well. I mean, why not?
2: Oh, man. Oh, I, I read an article about um, the history of, of Carol Danvers the other day. It's a mess. And oh, yeah. They uh, had a cover of Ms. Marvel number one, and I forgot yeah. how awful her outfit was.
6: Oh, it was terrible. It was like oh, her, the sash. And her continuity, she's like, basically Marvel's. She's basically Marvel's Hawkman. I mean, when it comes to her continuity. Right. Oh well, no, absolutely. I, I don't mean
2: I don't mean the black costume with the oh, sash. I mean her original one, which was basically like oh, the red, blue, and yellow. Yeah, it was like a bathing suit version of Captain Marvel's costume, uh, but yeah. with a huge hole in the midriff yeah, so that yeah. you can see her belly button. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, okay, great. Uh, sure.
0: Well, she wanted to breathe. I get that. <laughs> yeah, right. like, it's where uh, her it's where her yeah. energy blasts come oh, from. Oh, I'm so hot. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, well, it's like right up there with uh, Sue Storm in the 90s boob window. Um, outfit. Oh, God. <laughs> it's, yeah. a, it's bad.
0: She never had a good costume until recently. Even the black costume, like... It was very Beyonce formation, I guess. But you know, Yeah. It was beyond it was before all that, I suppose.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Well just
6: to just to finish up my call, guys, I just wanted to say, uh, in all honesty, I mean outside of the Lake House, congratulations on five hundred episodes. Hey, and, thank you. And <laughs> thank you. Uh it, honestly, I mean I, I'm not exaggerating to say that without the podcast and without this community and you guys letting me write and everything. I, I I would be in a much worse place than I am today. So stop that. I
2: really appreciate
6: it. You have
0: no idea how bad of a place you're actually in because of this show. (laughs) All right. Come on. (laughs) (laughs) Just like, we're going to let you out and you're going to be like, this is what life outside of prison is like. (laughs) Yeah. My God. All right. We got another call coming in. I appreciate it. Jeff. Good to talk to you, man. Talk to you later, guys. Bye Jeff. (laughs) (laughs) Take Are they hurting you? Hello? Thank you for calling THN cover to cover. Are you alive? Hello? Whoa! Hi! (laughs) Who this? Who this? It's Kate. It's Kettner. Kettner. Yes. Are you inside a jet engine by chance? <laughs> uh, no, I'm not inside a jet
6: engine, but a, a car just went by. I'm oh, sorry. Okay. It's all right. It's all right. No it, jet
0: engine. It sounded like you were being crushed by a trash compactor or we something. Just, as long as you're safe. That's yeah, all right. I mean, I, <laughs> I I mean
6: my, my life has kind of been like a trash compactor for a while. So, you know, that's, that's appropriate. Fair it's, enough. It should sound like that. Fair that's enough. That's just like my mental energy like coming through the phone line. Um, how's it going, guys? Happy 500th episode.
0: Good, Thanks, man. Do you, Good to hear from you. Do you perhaps want to go indoors and call us back or something? Cause it's like we can barely hear you.
6: Oh really? Oh shit. Hold um, on. Let me see how the how the coffee shop is compared to compared to. I have a Bluetooth uh, yes. headphones, so oh, okay. I don't know the the microphone. Most must just be like really
0: sensitive it sounds like you're like is in they, the Brooklyn Queen, Queens tunnel or, or something and like <laughs> laying in the middle of traffic <laughs> is,
6: this, is this any better yes Yeah. Yes, considerably yes,
0: better. better I mean there's a little bit of noise but it's not as loud it's all good what do you want to rap about today sir
6: oh geez Louise I don't know it's been so long mm-hmm. and I am really behind on my comics well, um,
0: we thought we lost you what do you
6: what have you guys been what have you guys been talking
0: about? Oh, the question of the week is about your favorite overtly political comics.
6: Oh my gosh.
0: Yeah.
3: This is right <laughs> up your alley.
6: That is a really good that's yeah. a really good topic. Oh crap. Well I mean March. Well, yeah, of uh, course. March. March, is, March is pretty right out there. Got a got a rep for Nate Powell um, with March and, you know, just all of Joe Sacco's work. Oh yeah. Saint uh, Seiya, just just all that stuff uh, is is really really great. I know that's skewing from uh, the superhero material your callers the callers love, but uh, oh man, yeah, like that that stuff is all great. Persepolis. Oh yeah. Oh man, but uh, geez, I mean, you know you know what comic is actually like really great. I don't know, if but
0: John, is there any way uh, I can get okay. you to disconnect from Bluetooth and speak directly into your phone?
6: Yes, Hold, would, it'll just take a second. That would be awesome.
0: <laughs> I keep calling him John. Why do you keep calling him John? That, I don't. Know. You wouldn't. Is not, that better? You would not believe. It's like you teleported into a closet. <laughs> yeah,
2: <laughs> a very quiet closet.
0: <laughs> that is a hundred. I guess I, I, That's a powerful I microphone. How, <laughs> yeah.
6: I guess so. Yeah. It's it, all good. My, my, uh, my sports headphones. But um, you know what? You know what book I am I am caught up on that I think is great and sort of borders on the political is uh, is the new Mr. Miracle series. That's, oh yeah, that book. Yeah, is, for sure, is absolutely, super duper incredible. I mean, Matt, you're you're a you're a '90s kid. Uh, uh, well, both of you are '90s kids, but in the hardcore scene. You know, the personal is political. Yeah, <laughs> as as we used to say back in the day. Uh, but I really think I really think that. Um, I really think that uh, Tom King's work on Mr. Miracle is really, really awesome in it's terms been of wonderful. dealing with both like the, those super large, larger than life, uh, you know, new Genesis politics, but also like mental health stuff and, and mm-hmm. personal family stuff. Yeah. I just think that that is like absolutely the best mainstream book on the stands right now.
0: Oh yeah. Without a doubt. And t- man, just the way that they framed like everything from abuse to mental health, to the stigma of mental health, to how women are viewed in this society and everything. It's, Mm -hmm. it is incredible that book. And not just that, but also like reality TV culture and how we treat, you know, celebrities Mm -hmm. and how we view them. Like, yeah, it's an amazing, I would argue it is definitely overtly political. No question. Yeah. Yeah. It's a really good answer. So so that,
6: (laughs) so that, that's my on the spot uh, answer for question of the week. All right. Um, <laughs> but yeah, guys, I I will try to uh, I will not never call you on my Bluetooth headset again. Thank you. But I will try to, but I will, but I will try to call back again soon and uh, start contributing to the show again. Please do.
2: Um, we miss you.
6: Yes, and uh, I'm going to send you guys a comic soon. Oh ah, uh, nice. I've, got a new,
2: I've been watching you uh, work on it. It's very cool. Nice.
6: Yeah, I'm very so much looking forward to. New little memoir comic, so I'll I'll send it. I'll put that in. I'll put that in the mailbox as soon as I get my my copies. I just had some test prints, but yeah, it's called Adult Crash, a coming of middle age memoir. I Say, where have I heard <laughs> that
0: title before? Hmm
6: uh yeah 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 it used to be a
2: podcast yes but, it uh, did now it's now it's a comic hey, <laughs> fair enough that's
0: all right yeah we tried making a comic out of this podcast it did not go well no we didn't more dicks than the latest <laughs> more dicks than the latest batman issue it was you bad keep, you,
2: keep, <laughs> you keep threatening it but you don't know how much work it is to make oh, a comic
0: please give me a break jim is going uh, to talk gosh. to you i called you john four times
6: okay that's all right. Well, I don't you know why. You can
0: call me Cat. Yeah. That's what everyone else you. <laughs> it's Cat. I, I, I can remember that crap. It's
2: not you. It's him. Yeah. He's, he's
0: yeah. just that bad at it. Of course it's Matt. Yeah. <laughs> all right, guys. Good to talk to you, man. Bye, Jim. You have a good Jim. episode.
2: Yeah, good talking to you.
6: You bye too, bye. buddy.
0: Miss that guy. Awesome. I'm <laughs> glad uh, some long-lost <phone rings> peeps. Yeah, that was a terrible beginning of the phone call, but it ended really well. It's all good. Thank you for calling THN cover-to-cover cover and not using Bluetooth headphones. Caller, who dis? It's Brian Domingos. Brian Domingos! How are you, sir? Good. How are you guys? We're doing well. We're doing really well. Rapping about overtly political comics. We were rapping yeah. about Captain Marvel, rapping about all kinds of stuff. What do you want to rap about, though?
7: Well, happy 500. That's
0: a pretty big deal. Thank you. Appreciate that. A lot of, a lot of commitment from you guys. And I'll tell you what. Not as much as you think, but yeah. <laughs> <Anywhere>. <laughs> Could be, the, yeah, you know, you, could be a little you, more committed. The, the bare honestly. minimum of commitment. Yeah, I mean, we
7: could commit a little more. I don't know. Sometimes it does seem really daunting. At some points, so where you're like, "Oh man, okay, we'll make this happen this week." Okay.
0: Oh you know. no, it's, we have had we have way easier than you think. We, no, we have <laughs> had those moments.
2: I have had those moments. Yes, it's like I can't do
0: it. I can't do it today. I, I, I was using the royal royal
7: you, but, you know, Joe, I was talking about you. I know, I know. You, Fair
0: enough. You nailed it. Fair enough. I like to think that I affect all of you, Joe and everyone. Like, I'm punishing you all. <laughs> you're like the
2: sun, <laughs> right? We just yes. orbit
0: around you. That's right. And you, I'm like gives life and takes no, it away. No, I'm away. more like yeah. War World because I can move around.
2: Okay, but sure, yeah. yeah. <laughs> all
0: right. And parts of
2: you are on fire. Yes. Oh, no, that's
0: Apocalypse. <laughs> no, that's Apocalypse, yeah. <laughs> you know what? I don't know the difference between War World and Apocalypse. Warworld is much the same thing. Right? Warworld flies around. It's a space station shaped like a planet. War World is not apocalypse, though. Apocalypse is where Darkseid lives. Oh, okay. That's right. Apocalypse made War World. No. No? Mongol made, World. Mongol made War World. Mongol made War World.
2: Yes. Got it. Okay.
0: I didn't know that. Yeah, I mean. I learned something. And now you know. There we go. War World. Yeah. Well, thank you for coming to my TED Talk. Thank you for <laughs> that's it for Warworld cast. <laughs> Next week on What's Happening on War World. <laughs> I'm,
7: I'm glad I, I can say I was here for episode one of World War II. That was, that was awesome.
0: <laughs> Sorry. What do you want to rap about today, sir?
7: Um, well, the, uh, real quick, the uh, political comic, I don't know if this has come up yet, but um, I would have, the first thing I thought of was Transmet yeah. um, because every day, I, you know, the world's on fire, and I, I wish that Spider was there yelling. Right, um, truly. Because I think he'd fit in fine. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Right now. Not um, only would he
0: fit in fine, he might be the journalist that we need right now.
7: Yeah. Yeah. It, and it's, it's almost like, oh, that's way too close to, you know, made up fiction from 20 years ago. Oh, like, yeah. Oh, that's really, that's really terrifying. Um, and, and we did live through like the real life almost smiler with John Edwards. And, uh, and now we have. Uh, yep. And even an even worse situation.
0: So mm-hmm. it's true. Um, the only but, thing we don't have is the snarky talking dolphins. But, you know, we might get there.
7: Um, I would really like a maker. That would be good. Oh yeah. Ooh, yeah, um, yeah, that's the only thing. I mean, let's live that world, but with a maker, and I think we'd be fine. Fair but, um
0: I like it. Um,
7: so, and um, I, I wouldn't have gone back a couple of weeks if, for an old question of the week if I had not been um, sort of name checked about a, a couple of weeks ago. The the worst origin. I I couldn't call in that day. I I don't know. I don't remember why, but um, it was a. Um, if you guys are ready for that, hit
0: me. Hit, yeah, yeah, please, absolutely. please. Okay, it's your show.
7: All right, and um, and thank you. And Matt, you did so- sort of touch on it pretty close when you mentioned um, sword or what's his name, Blade Master from Stormwatch. Yes. So it's from that same era, but um, in Stormwatch twenty nine by um, Jeff Marriott and the dreaded Ron Lim, um, they did Prism, who was the uh, the the photojournalist yep. who got some chemicals in his face mm-hmm. and then could, as he would say gather light in his fist like cotton candy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and it is it is a horribly, horribly written comic. Yes. Um, I mean, it's, it's Ron Lim's. So, you know, it looks terrible because it's Ron oh, Lim.
0: Oh, I like Ron um, Lim. <laughs> I, I know everybody. Uh, I like Ron just, Lim, too, is, but you've got to admit, Ron Lim did some garbage.
2: Oh, sure. He it did was, some
0: garbage. And everything he draws looks exactly the same. Absolutely. You've yeah. seen every page like, of art that yeah, Ron Lim... Right. Will or this will is, has ever drawn.
7: <laughs> this stuff is even worse. Like his Marvel Cosmic stuff was like, I'll give him like Silver Surfer, like pretty cool. Yeah. Um, but this was like, like the fill in the dregs of like, not, like, we need to put a monthly book out. Who do we have? Oh, Ron Lim can really just crap this out in, in two minutes. Um, so it's really awful. But what's funny is that I was re- rereading it and I feel like that's like one of the only pre-storm, pre storm, uh, pre his term books that he read for Ellis because it mentions like a couple of the plot points that he uses through his run. Right. That I totally forgot were from that forgettable comic. Um So like there's uh professor Krug, who's the guy oh, that yeah. uh, he has like the Krug thing, you know, where he teleports the gun and like, yes. shoots, you know, shoots them in the, and puts them back in cryo. Oh, that's right. the bad guy who, that's the guy that gives prism his powers. Of course. And it was like, Oh, that I totally forgot. I mean, who would remember what, you know, generic, evil scientist name was, but I was like, oh, Ellis definitely read this. He said, okay, I can use Swift and the rest of them no one ever oh, needs yeah. to see again. Right. right. And um and Molly Perkins, one of the science ladies, like we'll use her later because she's one of the bleed scientists, like, right. you know, twenty issues later. So But they got they like, got oh. rid of
0: the International Rainbow Coalition of Heroes that Stormwatch became. It was so bad. Oh,
7: and <laughs> and, and, and Flint too. He he kept Flint. So yep. he kept the two um the two, you know, decently but sword masters like fired and i don't know there was like comanche could like turn into animals it was so horrendous and awful
0: i believe they Um, killed most of that team i think they i think ellis murdered them well no he the one he
2: fired them it was even worse yeah i I distinctly remember that panel yeah uh, like i think it was tom rainey
0: yeah
2: did the art and and uh, Henry Bendix is like, like
0: you're fired. Get the fuck out. You're all fired.
2: <laughs> and it's this big panel of like all these dejected looking
0: <laughs> idiots. <laughs> 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 and there, yeah. And there's
7: there's Cannon who was there from issue two, and he was like, "Wait, me too. Like I'm I'm going to? It's like, "Yeah, you're gone too, Cannon. Yeah, <laughs> we, no one needs you. You and your your, your ponytail and what? Get out of here. Yeah.
2: No one wants to see it. They did blow up the one guy. Yeah, but that was in a different. Uh,
0: story. I know. Rest in
7: peace on Rest in peace. Rest in peace.
0: <laughs> Man, um, I can't believe you can yeah. just whip those names out like that. And the second you do, I picture their costumes and shit, and I'm just like, oh my god. Oh, this is like that. <laughs> I, remember. I
7: was doing oh. what we're doing now, but all by myself. So I was home when I was like 15, reading Stormwatch Comics. Right. Like, uh, the entire Wildstorm cattle that was that was just it it's I like just sat and read the them over the opposite and over
0: and over of again. masturbation where it's just like I'm by myself <laughs> I'm doing this shameful thing it does not feel good you know like <laughs> I don't want anyone to see this you know Listen, <laughs> you,
7: you gotta you gotta you know it takes, you, don't, you don't learn right away you gotta work through it sure and you gotta figure these things
0: out hey I was right there um, man I was buying that shit off the racks and I was like <laughs> no it's not bad this is kinda neat right <laughs> like i I remember i
7: remember thinking these are really bad like it got it got past like that because they did that cool issue where they jumped in the future like a year right um and then for like issue 25 and and it was like a new team led by spartan and i was like this book better not get canceled because i need to know what's going to happen right um and then but then after that it was like they used up all the good energy they had and they were like we still gotta put this book out and you got Rod Lim and Renato Arlem that we talked about like Ugh. a month ago um, for like eight issues, and then um, Warren Ellis came and blew it all up. Thank God.
0: Yeah. So, and now he's back, and the circle the circle yeah. completes itself. He, yeah, I can't think of anyone. I, I
7: I mean, it is such a weird version of those characters, but it's fun. But I love it's it. not. Yeah. No. The, like that whole like Thunder Book arc was interesting and cool and yeah you've got like the generation 12 characters and
0: yeah, I love um, it because he's not, he's not just, he could have easily just been like, they're back baby. You know, like they never left. Like DC always does where it's just like, Oh yeah. Black lightning returns. He's a little younger. No reason, but he's here and he's always been here. We right. Right. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> you know? No, it's, it's backlash is back and he has a murderous bug inside him and he's killing yes. people.
7: Like, okay. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't. Think, me. I think Brett Booth isn't psyched about it, but I don't
0: know. I'll read <laughs> well, it. Boo hoo! Go back and read those backlash comics, okay? <gasps> How dare it's like, you! What if, I will, I will what if Spider-Man was old and anything. an assassin? <laughs> <You know? laughs> I love them. I totally love them. They're not great. How-
7: how dare you, Matt? It's How dare Brett you? Booth
0: wishing. You, it was like if the Brett Booth tries out for Spider Man book is all it was. Okay, <laughs> it was fighting words. And then we got
7: Backlash Spider Man, and it was awesome. If you remember, it was, was awesome. awesome.
0: It was awesome. It man. was. See, I loved it. Good, really great coloring,
7: crappy <laughs> script. Just yeah. like every all the good comics back then. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: It was very pretty. I'll say that. If nothing else, it was very pretty.
7: <laughs> um, it had it had Pike covered in a symbiote. I was like, this is just. Everything I've ever wanted, and I
0: had no idea. Oh,
7: all, my, all my dreams are coming true, and I, I had, I, I, yeah, I had no idea.
0: Brian, it is always wonderful to talk to you, sir, and relive some truly terrible comics. I'm here for that. Thank you, brother. We got another call coming in. I'm gonna let you go. Okay. Yeah. Later, guys. Have a yeah. good one. See you, Brian. Thank you for calling. THN Cover to Cover caller. Who this? It's Brett
3: Merriman in Los Angeles. Brett
0: Merriman!
2: Oh, hi, Brett Merriman, I know that guy. Once Happy a year, he checks in, this.
0: reminds us he's
2: not dead. <sighs> so nice of you to call, sir. He puts his kid in the car and lets us <laughs> swear at him for a few minutes.
3: <laughs> I did have to turn it off a couple of times. Like, oh, I, they don't swear too much anymore. And then I put it on, and it was a fuck fest. It was I was like, oh, a- Lord, oh, Mike.
2: <laughs> That's the best word to describe what goes yeah, on in here. It's a total
3: fucks. fallacy. is earmuffs. Happy 500, boys.
0: Thank you, sir. We appreciate that. How have you been? I, uh, are you good?
3: I, uh, what? I said, How have you been? Are you good? Uh, I'm doing great. Doing actually fantastic. That's I excellent. actually, uh, I don't, who cares about me? Let's talk about you. Yeah. You are the greatest. When I, I actually met some guys who want to start podcasts. I always tell them listen to the two headed nerd because they did it right, right from the start. They oh, had a man. format.
0: Thanks.
3: They had a format, they had recurring segments. They edit. I mean, it's that's the way you do it. They pirate and, music. Uh,
0: They're great.
3: <laughs> you guys are have... <laughs> not anymore. Not they anymore. They long hiatuses. Yeah. They complain when they got too popular. Yeah. Yeah, it was, it was a really smart thing to do. We did it right, but uh, <laughs> it it was uh, <laughs> I have to say also, I love the fact that one of those little one of those idiosyncrasies you guys had, which is Joe patiently waits. While you review something, Matt, and then Matt interrupts the living shit out of Joe's review. It's true. I I love that (laughs) to no end. Makes me laugh all the time. I'm like, Jesus, Matt, let the man talk.
0: To be fair, Joe has such ADD that he usually starts playing like some dumb bird jump game on his phone or something while (laughs) I'm like, It's (laughs) called bird jump. It's
2: called leap day. It'll
0: always be bird jump to me. All
3: right. (laughs) It's true. I do have a question to to think uh, it's about. When I, I think I read an article, I want to say it was like USA Today or something. Like, is that true? Like, you had an article like best podcast or something? or uh, like
0: Yes. Months? We were in a top 10. We were number five. We were number five, and it was only like we were like five episodes in. Something like that. Yeah. Like yeah maybe I, 10 I've episodes read in. That,
3: I read that one, and so that's how I found you guys. Uh, that hasn't been years ago, I think. Right? That, that was
0: literally six yeah, years ago. Yeah,
2: 2011.
3: Yeah, like that's six years ago. When we started. I've always wondered. I always wondered how you, no offense, Omaha, Nebraska, little guys, got on the USA Today top Uh, list. I'm like, how did this happen?
2: Mrs. Casey Bum, yeah,
3: had a little something to do with that.
2: The writer, uh, she was, um, I forget her name, but the name of the entertainment blog was Pop Candy. Yeah, and um, that's great. And so, yeah, Casey tweeted at her, say, hey, like she posted something about writing an article about comic book podcasts, right? And Casey sent, a, sent her a link. Yeah, and- she was
0: Casey followed her because she just she also does like Hollywood gossip and stuff like that. And she was like, "Hey, what are yeah. your favorite comic book podcasts?" And Casey said, "Check this one out." And boom, we were number five. I don't know where. It was and awesome. We I, have I, I, now, I like, Oh, I
3: wouldn't. We have not I've been, been I've on a top ten been...
0: list since. <laughs> we have <laughs> not made <laughs> a single top ten. Not even like what we haven't made ten worst either. So you know, we're coasting. We're <laughs> coasting. It's <laughs> the other side. <laughs> you know? Yeah.
3: Well, we we owe her everything, so uh, good job, you guys. That was uh, And the quality has never wavered, so well, excellent. I
0: you, would Brad. argue the quality has never quite settled in, so it can't really <laughs> waver. You know what I mean? <laughs> There's nowhere to go but up. There is no quality to waver. So, I would, nice. I would
3: agree with that. <laughs> Brett, thank you How for calling. How about this? Call, the next man. time you guys get super-duper popular, don't whine about it. Get bigger, get crazier, higher stats. Fair stuff, enough. Okay?
0: Fair enough. All right. I mean we Happy have anniversary, guys. Thank you, Brett. Always good to talk to you, man.
3: Have a good one, buddy. buddy.
0: <laughs> Hire staff. Who does that idiot think we are? <laughs>
2: <laughs> sorry, I spent all the money that was in our coffers on the DC Universe app.
0: Yeah. You know, sorry. What do it's, and it's a whopping seven dollars a month, so we're negative two bucks. <laughs> <All right. laughs> we're in Dutch with PayPal now, which is bad news. Uh, I want to uh, check in with the uh, video
2: chat. Uh, our our buddy Alan, New Mutant, is back again. Alan, Alan, pick up the phone. Yeah, call us, bro. We miss you. Come on, man. Uh, he was upset because he thought that you were talking shit about Beyonce.
0: No. Uh, I said that Captain Marvel's outfit was formation before formation. Mm, That's what I said. He
2: says, do not come for Queen Bay.
0: But she did not have, like, Queen Bay didn't have the sash, because the sash was ridiculous. Uh, yeah. Justin O'Connor
2: says, 500th episode, I hope you're porky-pigging to celebrate. I'm not going to Google that. I'm That's sure it's sexual. Something <laughs> gross. <laughs> uh, Patrick wants to know how many variant covers episode 500 is going to have. Five
0: hundred. Of course. Mm-hmm. just Actually, 500 makes sense. So we had 517, including the blank ones.
2: Yeah, yeah, the blank yeah. ones. So that you
0: can go get artists unrelated to... to uh, yes. To, yeah. So Stan Lee can sign it.
2: Uh, JD Got A Catch <laughs> says that he forgot to mention his favorite political comic is uh, Brian K. Vaughan and Tony Harris's Ex Machina. Which is an excellent...
0: Stole mine. Excellent choice. Stole mine. Thanks for nothing.
2: Uh, Heather, uh, Mother of Chaos... Says, happy 500th, guys. I've missed talking to you. Uh, she had to have her gallbladder
0: out. Wow. But
2: she just found out she's going to have another
0: kid. Whoa. Heather. So she got the gallbladder Congrats. removed to make room for another kid? That's how it works. Yeah, that's okay. biology. God, that
3: is gross.
0: But congratulations. <laughs> uh, Nathan Bradford
2: says, happy 500th. And here's to 500 more. Oh, man. Fuck that Ooh. shit. Nathan. Uh, He's been with us since almost the beginning. Oh, I'm sorry. Thank you, Nathan. I am sorry, sir. Uh, Justin says, is that a threat, Nathan? (laughs) Uh, And yeah. So thank you, everybody. And uh, thank you to Philip and and Frank and everybody for coming out saying congrats. We really love it. That's so sweet. Thank you.
0: Episode 500 will be out this Wednesday. It will. And it's going to be huge. It's going to have... Massive.
2: It's going to, quite frankly... A little insufferable. You might want to skip the first forty minutes.
0: <laughs> go ahead and skip the last forty-two. Yeah, right. Just, go to just the, listen. Just go to the very end. Get it down to a tight ten. Yeah, when we're like, "Thank you," and that's Thn signing off. You'd be like, "Oh, that was great. Man, They did it. <laughs> they
2: really did it."
0: <laughs> Next time on Self Aggrandize Cast.
2: Look, if we didn't make fun of ourselves, nobody would.
0: Yeah, it's true. We should just start body shaming ourselves too while we're at it. This episode is brought to you by Coca uh Coca-Cola. Don't you even say they're filthy name. Cherry Zero. Mm-hmm. Uh it's delicious. They don't pay us shit. They, you don't we don't mention they that. They get crap. one
2: mention for free.
0: It gives you diabetes. You're not supposed to be drinking it. That's not keto.
2: Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't give you diabetes. It doesn't have real sugar in it.
0: That's why it gives you diabetes, dude. Nah. You need to read some of these studies. Nah, Holmes. nah,
2: nah. Yeah, I, I already know that I'm not diabetic. Diet
0: soda is doing it way worse. Regardless, we're not. A, this is not nutrition cast. This is comic cast. We need to talk about our it's so smooth it's favorite overtly down. political <coughs> comics. I'm gonna start because JD stole mine. Yeah, I was ex Machina. I well, Brian w- stole mine, so whatever. It's it mine. was a wonderful, wonderful story. The thing about Ex Machina that got me, that like nailed everybody, I want to say it came out 2005, 2006, somewhere around there, right? Um, yeah. It was not too long after 9-11, basically.
2: Right. It was uh, close enough so that the last page of the first issue was a real shock.
0: That's where I was going. The last page of the first issue. Okay, 2004. Mm. So this is three years later, basically. Yeah, yeah. The last page of the first issue, we see that it's revealed that this character who is the mayor that's running for mayor at the time in New York... Or no, he is the mayor. It starts up there. There's yeah, another, it flashes
2: back to... Yeah,
0: there's some flashback stuff. He's also a superhero. And the thing that he did that basically got everyone to vote for him as mayor was to stop the planes from crashing into the World Trade Center. And, and they, Well, re- he
2: stopped the second one. Right. Yeah. They reveal yeah.
0: there's still one tower standing. And it was this moment in comics that like... I think if you tried to pull something like that today you would get annihilated for absent. People be like, it's too soon. That's completely tasteless. I can't believe it worked so fucking well in that story. It leveled me. And the story went on to just read like, like the West wing with superheroes, the good West wing, the first three seasons.
2: It got a little weird with like interdimensional. No, but it it was still,
0: it absolutely did. But the political commentary was there. The dialogue was excellent. It was super smart. It still holds up today. Uh, Tony Harris, Tony Harris worked on that book. Mm -hmm. Beautiful to look at. It's an excellent book. And it's a great, it's like this love letter to New York as well. And New York politics and how weird it is. And it's injected with superheroes, which made me like it even more. Ex Machina, man. You need to go pick that book up. If you have not read it, it's a wonderful read.
2: Uh, Justin uh, O'Connor says, Matt, turn in your pervert card. And then he goes on to explain what porky pigging is. Um, and I've never been more glad that the uh, see more button on the Facebook chat is broken <laughs> <laughs> because I can't expand the message to read it. Uh, so, but thank you, Justin. Uh, so my answer is transmetropolitan. Okay. And for all of the reasons that Brian already of, of stated. It's, it, it's such a accurate satire of a world that could just as easily be now. Yeah. And it was written in the '90s, or it was started in the '90s, and uh, it's just—it's so poignant, and it's cast against this like far future, right?
0: Backdrop. So of course it's like it's Warren Ellis doing hyper ridiculous. Two, Warren Ellis doing 2000 AD is what it is. Yeah, I mean without a doubt. It, and he always he grew up. He wrote for 2000 AD when he was younger, and you can tell this is just his open love letter to the ridiculousness of it. Like, what if there was 60 minutes in the world of 2000 AD? <laughs> basically. Sure.
2: And uh, yeah, it's just so great. And it's, uh, it's it's nice that it's a singular vision. It's one of those runs from Vertigo that we talk about when we talk about great Vertigo. Right. Like Sandman or Preacher, Transmetropolitan. It's it's right up there in the Hall of Fame of
0: best Vertigo runs of all time by the single creative team. Yeah, that's the thing. You don't see runs like that anymore told from start to finish without like... Issue one to the final issue, same two guys, same editor, you know, same vision. You just don't see series like that anymore. Mm -hmm. It's wonderful. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I love it. Uh, You know, we've gotten two more voicemails. Have we? Mm -hmm.
2: How do we do that? Well, we got... uh, The phone rang a lot, and we can only answer it so many times. I guess that's
0: true. Let's check these out. Uh, I have flagged them, so... And in in the meantime, why don't you prepare and call up the new question of the week? Look, man. Something we uh, do... I Every got, week, but I <laughs> got it.
2: I'm ready for that. All
0: right, all right. Voicemails, voicemails. Come on, Google. This is dead air. What are you doing? Nobody wants to watch this shit. Here we go. Hey, join Matt.
3: It is the long lost cat nerd.
6: Oh,
0: right. oh, okay. Well, we talked goddamn. to him. It was, yeah, screw that guy.
2: Yeah.
3: <laughs> Eat shit,
0: cat <laughs> nerd. Uh, and there was one more. We may have talked to this one too. No, I don't think it is. I think it's a new guy. Might be hallucinating.
3: Nathan. Hey Joe and Matt. This is Nathan from Indiana, hallucinating Nathan on the forums. Yeah. Just wishing you guys a, a happy five hundredth episode and continued success and five hundred more. That's all I wanted to do. You have a good day.
0: Hallucina Nathan. What a guy. Thank you, sir. Yes. Very sweet. Really appreciate what it. What a friggin' guy. All right. It's twelve twenty six. Twelve twenty six. Give me a new question of the week for these nerds to ponder until next saturday
2: all right our new question of the week comes from trevor a new user on the Forums. okay welcome aboard trevor yeah. if the disney fox deal ever goes through and it
0: will it's happening
2: what fox properties do you want to see adapted by marvel comics
0: okay we were just talking about buffy, uh, buffy yeah, is, uh,
2: is owned by 20th century fox yes
0: soon to be owned by disney yeah
2: what happens to so, that property. So we're not
0: talking Marvel stuff. We're talking yeah, the I'm not other saying, like, properties that Fox has.
2: Right. We're, right. Okay. Yes. And, you know, if you Google Fox Entertainment properties, right. I'm sure you can come up with many. Um, Firefly, Buffy the Vampire Slayer are sure. two examples. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. What properties that, and I would go so far as to say, maybe try to find
0: something that's never been a comic book. Sure. Right. Absolutely. Or, ha- or you know, it doesn't matter. Whatever. Maybe I it hasn't know. been for a really long time. You know. Sure, we'll see. Or it has never
2: been done by Marvel, right? I think it's Fox owned Battlestar Galactica. I think they do. No, that was a sci-fi show.
0: No, but but it was
2: uh, no NBC Universal
0: was it? NBC? Was, uh, yeah. So Universal owns it. Okay, yeah, I couldn't remember. All right, regardless, great question. Yeah, that'll I be, love that question. That'll be a good time. I want to thank everybody that played along today, everybody that watched us on the Faces book, everybody that called us, everybody that sent in an MP three and just everybody. We don't have a show without you guys. Thank you so much for the well wishes for issue 500. It warms the cockles of my cold black heart. Cockles, right? Cockles, yeah. What is a cockle? Don't Google it. Yeah. Justin O'Connor, what's a cockle? No. Don't, <laughs> no. no. <laughs> We got to get out of here. I got to go check the score and see how bad the Michigan Wolverines are depancing us. And uh, in the meantime, we're going to finish recording episode 500 after this. It'll be out on Wednesday. We will see you next Saturday from 1130 to 1230 central standard time. 402-819-4894 is the phone number. You can always send us an MP3 reacting to any nerd stuff in your life. We want to hear it. But right now, this is the two head nerd. Thank you, everybody.